Hi, Mama. Welcome to Ministry and Motherhood. This is your host, coach, and mentor, Lauren Apple. Here at Ministry and Motherhood, we want to see you step fully into your God-given ministry impact at home and in the marketplace. So let's get moving. Hello, my lovely ladies. Welcome to another episode of Ministry and Motherhood podcast. I'm super excited because I am piggybacking this week on last week's episode all about your morning routine. Now, I hope that that helped you really establish some new insights and habits as you go after your day. Starting it out right is so powerful. So, so, so powerful. And if you can get that down You are going to make such a change and transformation in your leadership and your ability to get things done and in how much you grow into the anointing God has for you. But today is just as important as your morning routine. Today we are talking about the three key things to shape your evening routine. Three key things we need to focus on in order to end your day well so you can start your day well the next day. So your morning routine is only as powerful as your evening routine, as powerful as the way that you prepare for your next day, okay? So there's three things I wanna talk to you about real quick today, and those are these. Number one, it is important in your evening routine that you plan for your next day, okay? Planning, all right? The planning stages, making sure that you have your plans in place for what you're going to eat the next day, what tasks you're going to accomplish, what your schedule looks like. It is always helpful before you end your day to look over your schedule for the next day. Take a look at your important meetings, okay, your important events, what things might shift in the time you need to wake up or the time that you need to eat lunch or the time that you have for your kids' nap time so that you can really focus in. What are the three most important tasks that you desire to get done that next day, okay? What are the three most important tasks you want to get done the next day? Here's the deal. We could have an ongoing task list, to-do list of all the things we want to get done, but if we don't really take that list and look at it and prioritize it and say, what are the three most important things I need to get done tomorrow to continue to gain traction on my dreams and my goals? And then what you do is you plug in those three tasks into your calendar, your schedule, your planning book, whatever it is. You don't have to work off of a regimented 15-minute, half-hour, hour schedule, but having time blocks of when you plan to or you anticipate to get these three tasks done is very helpful and helps you not to leave it on the back burner and it never to be accomplished. That's the problem when we just go off of a task list, right? We just go off of a to-do list to check off is we a lot of times end up leaving things undone day after day after day because we do not put the plan in motion of when we're going to get it done. Hear me again. It doesn't mean you have to put it down to the 10 or 15 minute marker of when you're getting it done. No, there is flexibility when it comes to planning and scheduling. But planning is not simply having a running to-do list that's never ending. No, planning is putting things in your calendar, on your planner, whatever that looks like, and and having that plan in place for what you're gonna do and when you're gonna do it. So I like to look at what are my three most important tasks I wanna get done today 
I try not to do more than those things. And a lot of times if I do well and I'm having a productive day and I'm following through with my schedule and my plans, I will get more than three things done. But if I put too many things on that list, it's very easy for me to just push it all off and continue to have day after day after day of not completing it. And then I get a month away and I still have not completed these things that I wanted to complete that I could have completed very easily in multiple days, right? So three most important things for you, tasks for you to get done. Now this should include your home tasks and your business tasks, okay? Your work tasks, your ministry tasks, whatever that looks like. You wear many different roles, but it's not a reoccurring Tasks, okay? I'm not putting taking my kids to school as my three most important things to do for tomorrow because that's already a regular routine and habit that I am doing. That is part of my schedule. It's part of how I plan out my time blocks, okay? But I am putting the three most game changing activities and tasks that I need to do on my running to do list in order to keep gaining traction on my dreams, okay? Not just the reoccurring things that I do on a day-to-day basis, but the three important things I want to accomplish. Like I put record podcasts on the day that I want to record my podcast so that you lovely ladies get to tune in every single Thursday or whenever you feel the urge to listen to Ministry and Motherhood podcast. You get to tune in and already have that done. So I have that on my task list as one of my most important things. I need to get it done today or it won't get done for the week, right? So putting those things, having a plan in place, like I said, for your meal, what meals are you going to have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? If you're not a breakfast person, that's fine, but have a plan in place of what you're going to eat for lunch, what you're going to eat for dinner, because here's the deal. We waste a lot of time thinking about this stuff if we're not planning it ahead of time. It doesn't take much time the night before to look in your fridge and decide what you're going to eat, what you're going to cook for dinner what time you would like to put that at, depending on your evening schedules and activities, right? Do you have sports that you have to go to? Well, what time do you need to have your food done then in order for you to get sports? Is it a busy day? Do I need to plan a crock pot meal? My husband works sometimes in the evenings. So if I know he's working late in the evening, I can decide to make a crock pot meal so it still is fresh and warm for him when he gets back home late at night and not feel like I have to wait to eat because it kicks my diet habits off if I wait till really late to eat and then I don't get to bed early enough, all those things, right? So having a plan in place for that, looking at those things. That is the number one activity that you should have. Number one part of your framework that you should have for your evening routine is planning for the next day. Now we're going to get a little bit into the next step of that in just a minute. But the second thing I want to focus on for you ladies is this. And this is something that a lot of times gets forgotten. And this is, you've heard me probably talk about it before, is one of the keys to sticking with your habits and your routines. And it is called inspection, okay? You need to inspect how your day went. Every single night, you need to take some time and process through what you accomplished that day, what you didn't accomplish, what were the plans or the the tasks that you had set out the day before in order to accomplish this day and how did it go? Did you wake up at the time you wanted to wake up? Did you decide to skip your lunch and then you were starving at a different time and couldn't go forward? Did you struggle with getting the three tasks done that you had planned to get done? Look at your day and inspect it. Inspection is the biggest key to continuing to move forward because here's the deal. And I know you're going to say, Lauren, I've heard you say this before. 
we are in a process, right? All of our habits and routines and systems are constantly in a state of process. And in order for us to grow and refine and tweak and develop and perfect those habits and routines and systems and even go through transitions, we have to inspect. We have to inspect how we are doing and why we are doing the things we're doing. Where did we do good? Where did we struggle with accomplishing what we needed to accomplish or getting up in the morning when we wanted to to get up? Where did we struggle with getting our exercise in if that was something that we wanted to get done that day? Where did we struggle with being productive? Did we waste a lot of time on social media? Did we end up focusing on activities that took so much brain power that they didn't need to require that much brain power because we were so distracted at that time? Okay. Why did that happen and why didn't that happen? Where can we move forward in this? Do you catch the power of this? The power of inspection? It helps us recognize, man, I struggled to get up and have a productive, successful morning routine today because I sat on my phone in bed for an extra hour or hour and a half last night and didn't get to bed when I needed to. Well, how can I change that to move forward tonight? Well, I can turn off my phone. I can unplug it and plug it into a different room or plug it into my bathroom or somewhere where it's not a temptation for me to go on it. I can get to bed another hour and a half earlier, put myself in bed if I'm going to spend that long scrolling social media, right? I can delete my social media apps from my phone. (gasps) Could you imagine (laughs) Could you imagine the freeing that would happen if you deleted those things from your phone every single night and just reinstalled them in the morning? It really doesn't take that long. And you really don't necessarily have to have them on your phone if you're at your computer, right? Think through. Is there a way that you can refine and tweak so that you don't have the same struggle tomorrow? That is the power and the purpose of inspection is looking at it and refining and tweaking, celebrating where we've done good. I did so good getting my exercise in. And I think it was because I had a plan in place of what exercise I was going to do. And I did it right away in the morning so that I wouldn't push it off and I wouldn't avoid it for the rest of the day. I was successful. Let's do that again tomorrow. See, this is how we inspect. We look at what was good and we determine, hey, this was good because I did this. That's a win. So let me continue to do this. This was a struggle because I did this or I didn't do this. So let me tweak and refine and do something different tomorrow to try to get it better. Now, the purpose of inspection is not only to really reveal things that are working and not working, but to take a look at why you do the things that you do, what your mindset shifts are and struggles are that hold you back, but also so that you can go through the process. And the process is not perfecting it the next day. The process is making a small tweak, a small refinement, right? Something small, a small change or mindset shift or or restructuring of what that looks like for tomorrow. Not trying to overhaul it, okay? Go back and listen to my um, my episode a few weeks ago talking all about the number one thing that holds us back, okay, is our expectations. Go back and listen to that, okay? The number one key that keeps us from growing in our growth journey, it's our expectations because a lot of times we think we need to overhaul and change everything. No, you are going to inspect every single night so that you can make a small shift, a small tweak, 
a small restructure, okay? So that the next day will be a little bit better. And then you're going to inspect the next day. And if you need to, you'll make another small shift or you'll recognize, aha, that was the light bulb moment. That amazing thing, that tweak that I did, that shift that I made, made it easy for me to be successful in this today. And that's where we celebrate, right? So we're going to plan for our next day. We are going to use our brain at the beginning of the evening before we lay down at night and we are going to put pen to paper and plan out when we're getting our tasks done, plan out what meals we're going to have, look at our schedule so that we know how we need to shift our time or our appointments or our regular reoccurring activities so that we have a plan in our mind for the next day, okay? Then we are going to inspect our current day, what we did good, what we want to celebrate, what we struggled with, how we can make a small shift or tweak for the next day in order to get better. This is where clarity and revelation comes is by spending that time inspecting. Carry a journal or have a journal near your bed or wherever you're going to do this evening routine every single night where you write this stuff down because it's going to give you clarity. And maybe you'll look back a few nights before and recognize, oh yeah, that makes sense because of this that happened today. And you can put even more pieces together. You can get more clarity of what works for you and what doesn't. You can get more revelation and insight into the direction God is heading you, okay? So inspect and put that down in a journal somewhere. Write it down on a piece of paper or a notebook. Have um, a pad of paper next to your desk, whatever it is, wherever you're doing this, to inspect your current day. What was good? What you struggled with and where you can go to move forward, what shifts you can change, what things you can either continue to implement or to implement something new or shift something new. All right. And then the very third thing that is the key to your framework of shaping your evening routine is this. You will then prepare for the next day. Planning and preparing sometimes sound like they're the same, but they are different. Planning is putting it in your mind, right? deciding in your head what things you're going to do for the next day, planning with your brain. Preparing is doing the physical activities in order to make it easier for the next day. When we don't prepare for tomorrow, when we wake up in the morning, it's going to take us a lot longer to do the things we want to do. It's going to take our focus and easier place for us to get distracted because we haven't prepared. And a lot of times things will get forgotten or lost in the process. So how do I prepare for the next day? Number one, I tidy up. It is a very difficult for me to focus on the things I want to focus on in the morning. If I come out to a messy space, if my office is a mess, if my living room is a mess, if my kitchen is a mess, if I see a sink full of dishes, I want to start doing the dishes, right? If I see laundry laying everywhere, I want to do the laundry. If I see toys everywhere, I want to be able to pick it up so that I have room to exercise, right? So I tidy up my house. I usually spend about 15 minutes every night and I just tidy up. I pick up things, I put it out of the way. If there's laundry that I need to fold and work on the next day that I, I don't want to invest an extra half hour, hour that evening into doing, I'll put it away somewhere where I don't see it that next morning and know that it's in my plan to get it done tomorrow, right? I put it in my task list. I put it on my calendar of when I am planning on implementing that laundry folding and put away session, okay? But I prepare. I 
clean up so that my mind is in a clean and tidy and focused sense of state. And I'm not distracted when I try to spend time with the Lord. I'm not distracted when I'm trying to read the the books that I want to read. I'm not distracted when I am trying to exercise, right? I don't get caught up in these things because my house is a mess. Part of my preparation is tidying up. I set out my workout clothes if I want to work out the next morning so that it's the first thing I put on. I set out my clothes that I'm going to wear for the day as well. I pull out my makeup bag that I'm going to put on. I get my cup of water. I don't fill it up with water, but I have my cup ready and my lime that I always put in my water ready and set out on the counter so that I'm ready to make my glass of water without any excuses, right? I pull out my food for the next day. One of my biggest things that I combated over and over and over and over again with meal planning was too often I would get to dinner time and I would be exhausted and all of my meat would be frozen and I would have nothing ready and I would say, okay, let's just go out to eat or let's order something or pick up food. And that was not good for my budget. It was not good for my waistline. And it was not good for my planning because it took longer to go out and get something and come back and do all of that, right? I wanted to be able to have meals on the table that were easy. And so if I prepare the night before, I pull out the chicken or the ground beef or whatever it is I'm going to cook that day. I pull it out. If I'm going to do a crock pot meal the next day, I pull out the crock pot. I put it on the counter. I put my liner in it if that's what I'm doing. I pull out the dry items that don't have to be refrigerated that are going to go in that crock pot meal in the morning. So it's easier and seamless for me to do it. Do you guys catch the drift here? When we prepare, when we actually do the physical actions to prepare for the next day, things are easier. There are less excuses made. It's much quicker for us to get the things done that we want to get done. And we will see a victory, a win, right? A celebration of what we're doing. I then journal. That's part of my preparing for the next day is I get all the things out of my head and onto paper. So if there's things I'm thinking about, tasks, things that need to get done, appointments I need to schedule, um, just things, you know, your mom brain is constantly running. And a lot of times when you lay down in bed at night, if you haven't gotten those things out of your mind, they're going to keep you up and you're not going to have a restful sleep, right? You're going to dream about the things that need to get done. Oh, this has happened to me so many times. I have a dream and I'm like, oh yeah, that's so good. Or I dream about a podcast episode or I dream about something I want to do in my business or my ministry or with my kids. And I'm like, in my dreams, I'm thinking, oh, this is so good. But then I forget the next morning and I'm like, man, it was so good. What was it? If only I could remember. So having a piece of paper next to your bed is helpful for that as well. So if you wake up and remember it, you can write it down. But also journaling before you go to bed really helps you get things out of your mind that will very easily distract you from sleep or show up in your sleep and keep you from a good restful night of sleep. So getting those things out of your mind and onto paper, I like to journal and then I can process a little bit easier as well. I set my alarm. Sometimes I set two alarms if I'm afraid I'm not going to get up in time, right? I set my alarm so that I can get up early. I make the decision, hey, I'm going to put my phone with my alarm on it in my bathroom so I have to get out of bed at that time. And when I get out of bed, then I get started with my day because my clothes is already laid out. My, my stuff is already on the counter for me to brush my teeth and wash my face and whatever it is, right? I do that. And then the biggest key to preparing for the next day is going to bed early. I know when we start out on changing our morning routine, when we are used to 
the hurried habit of just waking up hurried and rushed with very little time to get ready or just enough time, then we don't have the morning that we desire. And it's a lot harder to get ourselves in the habit of getting up earlier if we're continuing to stay up late. I have an alarm on my phone that goes off at 9.15 every night that tells me, hey, it's time to start heading towards bed. And then I have an alarm that goes off at 9.30 that says, hey, if you are not in bed or getting ready for bed right now, you better get to it, okay? These are what the alarms remind me because I would like to be in my bed by 9.30 and falling asleep by 10. It doesn't always work that way. And that's when I inspect the next night and I discover what is it that kept me up? What is it that kept me from moving forward? Sometimes it might even just be anxiety things on your heart that you need to spend time with the Lord and surrender to the Lord that you have not done. And that is something that in your inspection time, you can then say, okay, I need to let this go. I need to let this worry go, right? I need to let this frustration go. I need to surrender it to the Lord and trust him with it and making that a process and a part of your evening routine. All right, so those are the three things, the three keys to shape the framework of your successful evening routine. One, plan for the next day. This means do the brain work in order to set a plan in place for what you're going to do the next day, what your schedule is going to look like, what things you are going to accomplish. Two, inspect your current day. What went good? What didn't go good? What do I need to do moving forward in order to continue to succeed or to shift so that I do succeed and I don't have the same struggles? And number three, prepare. This is doing the physical actions to prepare yourself for the next day so that everything is in order. So you don't have to rush and get supplies. And these are things I forgot to mention in that preparation thing is, you know, Prepare for the next day for your kids, right? I know I need to sign this paper before my kid goes to school, or I know I need to send them with a note. Write that down that night. I know that I need to email the teacher. Write that down. I know that I need to um, get ready for sports so I have all that stuff ready so after school is not rushed, right? I know that I need to do all these things. These I have these client appointments coming up. I have a coaching appointments coming up. I make sure I find my notes for my last coaching meeting with that client so that I'm prepared and I'm not doing that rushed before their meeting because then you're in a rush state of mind. You're not prepared. You're wasting time. All of those things, right? So then prepare for your day. Ladies, if you begin to implement this into your evening routine, three simple things. Implement it into your evening routine, you will see that your next day, your morning routine is not only successful, but your next day is successful, more productive, less rushed, less overwhelming, less frustrating, and you will have more peace and certainty with the things God has given you that day. Plus, you will have the room and the flexibility to be driven by the Holy Spirit, which I know each and every one of you listening to this today desires so much that God could interrupt your schedule if he desires, and he can do powerful, miraculous things and give you opportunities to minister in your home, outside of your home, in your ministry, in your business, in your mothering every single day. When we set up a successful evening routine, followed up by a successful morning routine, God has such an ability to transform your life and give you the margin to be used in your gifts in ways that you never thought were possible. I challenge you in that. 
Take up the challenge for one week to implement this evening routine and morning routine so that you can see how much more God can use you and how much more of a ministry impact you can have in your gifts in order for him to be glorified. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be exciting. God is going to do something so, so, so miraculous. Just do it. Don't make excuses. Set it in your schedule. Do it. Get it done. Seven days. That's all I ask. See what God does. It's going to be amazing. Thanks so much for tuning in. I can't wait to hear all your stories of transformation as you implement the things you've learned today. Love you, ladies. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to Ministry and Motherhood. We're praying that today was an encouragement to you. But more than that, inspiration to just start taking action. Want to learn more? Join our Facebook group called Ministry and Motherhood or check us out online at laurenapple.org.